0: Chapter twenty four of Ruth Fielding of the Red Mill This is a Librivox recording. All Librivox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonali Punja Ruth Fielding of the Red Mill or Jasper Palo's Secret by Alice B. Emerson Chapter twenty four The Initials There was no sound that Tom Cameron or the girls could hear from the shrubbery, but Renault evidently knew that somebody was lurking there. And by the dog's actions, Tom thought it must be somebody whom Renault disliked. Oh, don't leave us, Tom, begged Helen, running behind her brother and the Mastiff. Come on, both of you, muttered Tom. We'll see what this means. Stick close to me. He had picked up a stout club but it was in the huge and intelligent mastiff that they all put their confidence the dog although he snuffed now and then as though the scent that had first disturbed him still came down the wind had ceased to growl they came to a path in the thicket and followed it for a few yards only when reno stopped and stiffened again hush whispered tom and parted the bushes with one hand his other still clinging to the mastiff's collar. There was a tiny opening in the shrubbery. It surrounded the foot of a huge beech-tree. In some past day a careless hunter had built a fire close to the trunk of this tree. It was now hollow at the base, but vines and creepers growing up the tall tree had hidden the opening. A man was on his knee at the foot of the tree. And had drawn the matted curtain of creepers aside with one hand while with the other he reached in to the full length of his arm he had no suspicion of the presence of the young people and reno out of the hollow in the tree trunk he drew something wrapped in an old pair of overalls he unwrapped it still with his back to the spot where the dog and his master and the girl stood but the three friends could see over his shoulder as he knelt on the ground and saw plainly that the object he had withdrawn from the tree trunk was a flat black box evidently japanned and there was a fair-sized brass padlock which fastened it (laughs) ha 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 chuckled the man to himself as he wrapped the box again in the old clothes and then thrust it hastily into the hollow tree safe yet safe yet he rose up then and without even looking about him started directly away from the glen he plainly had no suspicion of the presence of the dog and the trio of young folks when he was quite out of sight and sound tom whispered patting reno i declare girls that was jasper Palo that mean thing returned his sister i guess he's a miser as well as a hermit isn't he Looks like it. I've got a good mind to take that thing he put in there and hide it somewhere else. He wouldn't be so sure about it being safe, then, would he? No, don't touch his nasty things, Tom, advised Helen, turning away. But Ruth still stared at the hidden hollow in the tree, and suddenly she darted forward and knelt where Paolo had knelt. What are you going to do, Ruth? demanded her chum. I want to see that box. I must see it cried the girl from the red mill. "'Hold on,' said Tom. "'I'll get it for you. You'll get your dress dirty.' "'I wouldn't touch it,' cried Helen warningly. "'I must!' gasped Ruth, greatly excited. "'It don't belong to you,' called Helen. "'And I'm very sure it doesn't belong to Jasper Palo,' declared Ruth earnestly. Tom glanced at the girl from the red mill suddenly and with close attention. He seemed to understand her excitement. Let me in there, said the youth. I can reach it, Ruthie. He pushed her gently, and while Ruth and Helen held aside the mass of vines, the boy crawled in and reached the bundle of rags. He carefully hauled it all forth, and the Japan box tumbled out of its loose wrappings. There it is, grunted Tom, getting up and wiping his hands on a tuft of grass. What do you make of it? ruth had the box in her hands helen looking over her shoulder pointed to two fading letters painted on the cover of the box that belongs to jasper parloe his initials are on the box she said j p that's right i guess muttered tom it could not be gainsaid that Palo's initials were there ruth stared at them for some moments in silence better put it back i don't know what he can possibly have to hide in this way Tom said but we wouldn't want to get into trouble with him he's a mean customer it isn't his box said ruth quietly why isn't it cried helen in amazement i never noticed the letters on the box before the box had been cleaned since i saw it you don't mean that it is your uncle's cash box ruth interrupted tom in excitement why you ridiculous boy declared helen you know that was lost in the flood i don't know do you tom demanded shortly but ruth gasped helen it looks like uncle jabez's box ruth whispered but the letters jasper Palo's initials cried the hard to be convinced helen cameron they are uncle's initials too explained ruth quietly who ejaculated tom so they are j p jabez potter can't get around that well i never gasped helen do you suppose all old jabe's money is in this muttered tom weighing the cash box in his hands it can't be in coin i don't know that he had much money in coin said ruth i think he used to change the gold and silver for notes quite frequently at least Aunt Alvira says so. "'But suppose it should be Pallo's after all?' objected Helen. "'Let's find that out,' said Tom vigorously. "'Come on, girls, we'll all finish eating, pack up and start back. "'We'll drive right up to Palow's and show him this box, "'and ask him if it is his. "'If he says yes, we'll make him come along to the mill and face Mr. Potter. "'And then, if there is any doubt of it, let them go before a magistrate and fight it out the girls were impressed with the wisdom of this declaration and all went back to rescue the remains of their luncheon from the birds and from a saucy gray squirrel that had already dropped down to the lowest limb of the tree under which they had spread their cloth and who sat there and chattered angrily while they remained thereafter As though he considered that he had been personally cheated out of a banquet, the girls and Tom were so excited that they could not enjoy the remainder of the nice things that Babbitt had packed in their lunch basket. They were soon in the carriage, and Tubby was startled out of a pleasant dream and urged up the hilly road that led through the woods to the squatter's cabin, where Jasper Pillow had taken up his quarters. After he had been discharged from employment at the Red Mill. Chapter twenty four.